Hey, Alan Doherty here with another podcast for Preventive Health and Safety. I am so glad you could join us. I hope you're having a wonderful year. I hope you listened to last week's podcast on some of the safety things you can do in the winter because I understand there's even more storms uh, that are going to be experienced across the United States. So I hope you stay safe, stay warm, and, uh, and take a listen to that podcast in case you want to hear a few more tips on how to do that. Today, I want to encourage you to do one thing. Uh, there's all kind of supplements out there floating around. There are all kind of uh, weight loss products. There are all type of muscle building products. There are products that are supposed to help you from getting diseases like antioxidants and things like that. Uh, they say we don't need enough fruits or vegetables, so they have pills now that will help you get all the fruits and vegetables that you need with three capsules a day. So there are just so many of them. So I'm not going to give you a list of the ones you should or shouldn't take. I would never do that. I'm not a physician. I don't give it, uh, medical advice. I just want you to do this. My advice to you in, in this podcast is to do your research. That's all I'm asking. Do your research. Before you start to take something, before you start to really get involved in a program, uh, perhaps, or a weight loss product, or, or any type of supplement or vitamin product, just do your research on that on some good medical websites. You know, when you talk about doing research, and I do a lot of it for these podcasts and my work and some other things, but uh, when you're doing research, you got to remember that there are many websites that you're going to find when you Google something, and they're all sponsored by the product that's trying to be sold. So if you look up this weight product and say, I'd like to know more about this, a lot of times the first four or five websites are all going to be positive information because they're all websites associated with that product. You have to really get down to some neutral ground, some places that... Uh, you know, that you recognize. I looked up a couple things and Mayo Clinic actually had some uh, articles and some information on some of the products I looked up. Uh, they're always putting out articles. Many of these research institutes have lo different literature, newsletters, and things that you can look up on these various products. So let's start out. And again, I'm not going to be recommending anything. All I'm going to do is give you a little bit of information about what I found. And I hope it'll help you do one thing, not throw all your stuff away, not not get any more, but just to do your research before you start taking any type of vitamins or supplements. So the Woman's Health Association in Iowa did a study. This study en encompassed 20 years, okay, it's a period of time, 20 years, had over 38,000 participants, and they were all women 55 years and older. So this is a pretty huge study. I mean, it's one thing to have 38,000 participants, and you can have many, many more than that in, in a study. But to have those 38,000 for 20 years, that is a pretty detailed study. So when I did this study, they were trying to find what the correlation was between supplements, vitamins, and longevity and health. Okay, so th these all these vitamins and supplements are being advertised to help you live a healthier life and live longer. And so that's what this study was. Let's start at 55 years and go on for 20 years and let's study these women 
and find out if indeed the statements that some of these companies are making are true. So when they did this study, they found some interesting things. Number one, they found that uh, the women who were more health conscious, the ones who really you know felt like it was important to watch their health, they were more apt to take multiple vitamins. And those same women who were health conscious and who were taking multiple vitamins showed a definite trend that it is it was a possible scenario where they were dying prematurely. In other words, the statistics showed that the, this group had more premature deaths in it than the groups who perhaps weren't as health conscious and weren't taking multiple vitamins. So we're going to talk a little bit more about multiple vitamins and, and different vitamins and things like that. But you just you just got to remember that these are extra things that we're putting into our body. They're extra chemicals. They're extra vitamins. They're extra nutrients. There are extra uh, things that are going into our body, and you know we just might not need those things. The evidence is really also showing through this study that there was no correlation at all with taking multiple vitamins and better health. Wow. <laughs> That seems like a pretty bold statement. But here's the thing. The, the, the Mayo Clinic in the article that I read in this article were all saying the same thing. If you have a deficiency, you need to take something to correct that deficiency. But if you don't have a deficiency, you do not need extra support in that particular area. So here I am, I maybe for some reason, and by the way, Deficiencies in well-developed countries, I mean, we're talking about vitamin deficiencies in well-developed countries are rare unless you have a really specific medical condition. So if, if I have a vitamin B deficiency, then I should be taking vitamin B because that helps get my level up to where it's supposed to be and now I don't have a deficiency anymore. But if my B uh, vitamin B level is normal, then I don't need a supplement because the supplements, uh, there's nothing to supplement to. Here's normal. I'm at normal. I don't need anything to supplement. If you go over that, that's when they're saying there's a risk of problems developing in your life. If you think about scurvy, I don't know, you know, scurvy is just basically a vitamin C deficiency. And if you think about it, there's not a whole lot that happens today because of all the different foods and stuff like that to contain vitamin C and drinks. Uh, but it was a huge problem for, especially for the nautical folks, the folks that were sailing on ships all the time because they didn't have any access to vitamin C. So they developed scurvy and all of a sudden someone realized, hey, I know why they're developing this condition because they don't have any vitamin C. So they started putting oranges on all these uh, ships that were sailing the sailors had an opportunity to get some vitamin C and scurvy was pretty well taken care of. And that's what this article is saying. When you think about that, what are we doing? We have a vitamin D deficiency or vitamin C deficiency and we're trying to supplement, in this case, just normal dietary things to get them up to where they need to be. So that's, that's what this that's what vitamin supplements are all for. Now, a lot of times doctors will prescribe a vitamin for you. 
I take a couple extra vitamins, B, vitamin B, for example, is one of them, because mine was low. I had lab work done. The doctor says your vitamin B12 level is low. We need you to take some vitamin B12. Okay? Very simple. What are they doing? Supplementing from where I am to what normal is. That's supplementing. So you look at some of these other things they have, and, and, and you have... You have supplements for vitamins. You have supplements for trace minerals. You have supplements for, they have antioxidants. And of course, an antioxidant is simply something that is to help prevent some sort of disease, a lot of times like diabetes or cancer. So these antioxidants, they're, they're micromolecules. They have free radicals and things like that. And that all sounds really good, like that's going to get in there and really fight all these cancer cells and all these things are going to help me keep me from having diet, you know, some of these serious medical conditions. But you know what? They have found so many times that the plant-based foods that we eat have plenty of antioxidants. Now, I know we don't all eat good diets, and I know that we don't eat everything that we're supposed to, and we're not probably quite getting as many nutrients as we need. However, that is a safe and effective way. Uh, you know, plants have something called photonutrients, which really help in this antioxidant process. And those are the things which you've made drawing. So, in other words, if you can get away from taking something as a supplement that you can get in a natural diet, obviously that's something that you ought to consider. That's what the, the body is sort of built to work on an equilibrium-type basis. So here's what we're supposed to eat. Well, what's that going to do? That's going to make sure all these things that are in our body that are necessary as far as chemicals and antioxidants and, and, and trace minerals, all those things are going to be there if, if we eat the diet we're supposed to. So if we don't, that's when things happen. But most of the time, even though you're not eating right, you're not going to have a severe deficiency in any of those elements that we're talking about. So they had a, a review published in the Cochrane database that showed some of these different things that we're talking about now. The first thing they said was taking vitamin E supplements may also increase the risk of premature death. I mean, that was one of the things that was published. They did all kinds of studies from all kinds of people in all kinds of countries all over the world. And that was one of the conclusions they came up with, taking excess vitamin E. Again, what's excess? Well, one more time. And those of you that are just listening and not watching, you obviously can't see me. But here's a level that's considered normal. If you're below that level, then you're deficient. If you're at that level, you're normal. If you're above that level, you're in excess. So what they're saying is that when people are taking vitamin E supplements, which aren't really supplements, that was placing them into excess, that's when there was an additional risk of premature death. Vitamin A, great thing to have. Obviously, in our body, it does a lot of different things. Uh, it, but the truth is that they were also associated with some immature death. They felt like that an excess of vitamin A can be very harmful to the body. Now, beta carotene is actually a compound that converts vitamin A by the body. It was also shown to increase the risk of death, especially for smokers and former smokers. 
And of course, you hardly ever, ever, ever see a vitamin A deficiency in the United States. It's very, very rare, as it is in most of the other developed countries. So taking a supplement, an extra vitamin A, when you're probably not deficient in vitamin A, that's something that you need to think about and do some research on. Folic acid, which is vitamin B9, this supplement helps actually to prevent birth defects. So if you're a woman and um, you know, you're getting ready to have a child, this folic acid, which is actually B9, it can help you. And I don't mean benign, I mean B9. <laughs> I better say that a little more clearly. So vitamin B9 uh, or folic acid can, can really help prevent birth defects. But uh, except from that, aside from that, there, there's no reason to take additional vitamin B9. You see, but most of the supplements that we look at, most of these things that are being sold have a lot of niacin in it because they say niacin is something that's really necessary for your body to function properly. They also showed that uh, large doses of vitamin B6, more than 100 milligrams a day, can over time cause nerve damage. So here's a vitamin that... Again, if you have a deficiency, you need to get it where it's supposed to be. But if you're already at that level, you don't want to have excess because excess can go on and actually cause some nerve damage. Then there's vitamin B3, which is also called niacin. High doses can help lower cholesterol, but it should only be done under supervision of a physician because the side effects can include severe liver damage. Now I want to take a time out and I'm going to talk about a patient that uh, I, I had the privilege of working with. Uh, I was working in dialysis for a short period of time. This was huh, 28 years ago. And this gentleman came in for a dialysis, a new patient, and he was a Caucasian, but he was the most unusual color mixture of brown and yellow that I have ever seen. I mean, I've he just, you would have had to have seen it. This gentleman was very health conscious. And when we reviewed all the medications that he was taking, uh, and all the, not so much prescription medications, but the supplements, vitamins, and all these things, that's what actually caused his kidneys to fail. And not only that, it caused severe liver damage and some other things. He was with us for a while. Uh, on dialysis and we tried to do the best we can but his his kidney function never did return and so he remained on dialysis the rest of his life which unfortunately wasn't that long now i'm not saying that everyone that takes supplements and things like this is going to have that type of problem but what i am saying is do your research and, and really find out oh 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 i thought of something why don't you have a regular checkup every once in a while you knew i was going to sneak that in right but have a regular checkup every once in a while. Consult with your physician. You know what I do? Anytime I even consider, and I'm not an expert at this, I'm actually pretty horrible at this. They say nurses are the worst patients, and we probably are. But anytime I want to take something extra, then I get on the phone, I call the nurse at my doctor's office at the VA, and I say, I'm thinking about taking this. Can you review my medications and see if it's okay or 
what are your thoughts on this particular product? Sometimes the doc says, yeah, it won't hurt you. She never says it's going to help, but uh, she'll say, nah, it's not going to hurt you. And sometimes she'll say, you don't need to be taking that with the medications and the medical conditions that you have, which I'm very thankful for. And that's a part of research. I can look it up online, but if you're in to see your physician on a regular basis, make sure you review all the things that you're taking, not just your prescription medications, but any of these supplements and things like that. So some of the, uh, you know, when you look at some of the side effects of some of these things, it's just not worth it. Now, there are some supplements that you can take even though you're, kind of at a normal range or you're 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 getting a little bit older that that can really helpful and one of those is calcium calcium is something that we need about 1200 milligrams a day for if you are someone who is approaching the age of old <laughs> you know i'm 67 i'm old but you know when you start to get up in your 50s and 60s obviously bone health is a major consideration that's why I can fall down when I'm 30 and 35 and, you know, maybe has a few bruises and, and pains. But when I do that, when I'm 75 and 80, I could fracture a hip pretty easily or an elbow or another bone in my body because the calcium is taken out of that bone. It becomes very porous, almost like spongy bone, they call it. And uh, it really gives way to bone fractures. So increased calcium can definitely be a benefit but again you don't want to have these levels so soaringly high that they go way over where you need to be because uh, high calcium levels are also a concern for heart disease okay you don't want to have that calcium deposits can build up in your heart which can really cause troubles and of course calcium is a is a chemical bioprocessor that goes through and, and helps nerve impulses you just don't want to have any problems with increased potassium or increased calcium. So you got to be really careful about that. But a little bit of calcium that is recommended to you by your physician up to about 1,200 units or 12, yeah, 1,200 units a day, uh, that's going to be very helpful for those of you that may be getting up in age. And then there's vitamin D, of course, can be very helpful also. Uh, and, it, you know, it helps with calcium absorption so that it's just not floating around in the bloodstream. If you have calcium and it's just floating around in the bloodstream, that's when it can deposit in your lungs and your heart and cause problems. So this vitamin D is something that can help that calcium be absorbed into the bone and into the other tissues. So you look at all these things and you say, you know what? I guess I really start to need to take a look at some of these things. And I hope you do. I hope you do some research. If you looked at the uh, synopsis of this podcast, I, I've left on there not only the article from this physician that wrote this, who is actually uh, the, uh, he's a preventive occupational and aerospace medicine doctor out of the Mayo Clinic. And he came up with this article, and, uh, you know, that's someone I feel is pretty credible. And I also have the website that uh, contains this particular article. So I hope you get a chance to, to research him, research the article, and, and do some additional research on your own, and get to that family doctor periodically so you can make sure. And if you have a question about a drug or a supplement, and, and you know, we didn't even really talk about that, but if you think about it, 
when you're putting all these chemicals and these trace elements and all these things in your system, you got to remember that they can act adversely to some of the medications you might be on. People are on blood thinners. People are on diuretics. People are on medication like beta blockers that have to do with the conductivity of the heart. You have so many different types of medications that people take, thyroid medicine, diabetes medicine. You start taking those medicines on a regular basis as prescribed, that's great. You start adding a bunch of chemicals and other things into the system, and it may not be the best for your health. So be careful, please. No matter what the diet supplement looks like, or no matter how beautiful the woman is on there, who has lost 50 pounds and now can fit into a bikini and run up and down the beach. You know, I always get get envious of the guy. You know, they show a, a guy that's overweight, like I am, a little bit, a lot. Uh, and then they show him a few years later and he's all nice and thin. I said, oh, what are they selling? I want to buy it. But you know what? Do your research because it's not all good. Don't forget, they're trying to sell stuff. And you want to take care of your health. So thank you for listening. I hope it's helpful. Please, again, take some time. We do research on cars to find out which one is the safest, which one gets the best gas mileage, which one has the best resale value. We do research on all kind of other things. Good Housekeeping comes out with a magazine that tells us what's the best this and what's the best that, down to coffee maker and blenders. So take the equal amount of time that you need to to research some of these vitamins and supplements that can really, really affect your health and life. Hey, give it, give, tell other people about this podcast and say, hey, you know, this guy, you know, he, he's all right. But he always comes up with a couple of little things that can really be helpful. And you never know. You might have them listen to a podcast. They might hear something and say, oh, good gravy. I just ordered six bottles of this because if you bought six bottles, you got an extra one free. And it's all coming to the house. I'm going to start taking three a day. I have no idea really what's inside, but they said it helps you do this or that or the other. See, just a little bit of help for your friend or your neighbor. It could go a long way. This is Alan Doherty with Preventive Health and Safety. Thanks for joining, and I look forward to seeing you next week.